Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and I'll be your host on this journey through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 47 of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. We are proud a part of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB Financial. If you're listening to this uh, podcast right when it's released, you've got less than a week now for your chance to win one of three cash prizes of $100. Navigate yourself on over to www.albertapodcastnetwork.com slash survey to fill out a brief survey that will help the network bring you more of the content you want. The deadline is June 17th for your chance to win some cold hard cash. With that bit of business out of the way, let's get into the Canadian Barbecue Competition update for this week. There were two events this past weekend, and we'll start in Quebec, where the Pirates Barbecue Team took home the Grand Champion Award at the second Le, Le Grand Boucan. Let's try that again. Le Grand Boucan Competition in Quebec City. Congrats also to What the Pork for taking home the Reserve Grand Champion and to the other 22 teams that competed. Also this weekend in my illustrious wife Lisa's hometown of Pilot Butte, Saskatchewan, was the first ever Bare Bones Barbecue Cook-Off that featured 19 competitors from from Canada and the U.S. At the end of the day, it was one of those American teams taking home the Grand Championship. Congrats to Eggspert Barbecue from Minnesota on the win and uh, local Sasky team Arrowhead North followed up their Grand Champion in uh, Cremona a few weeks ago by taking home the Reserve Grand Championship in Pilot Butte. Up next on the calendar are another pair of events this weekend. June 15th and 16th is 514 BBQ in Montreal and Porkapalooza in Edmonton, with both featuring a variety of competition. Uh, The fire bans in the Edmonton area have been lifted, and it looks like all systems go for the event. And I'll be up there on Sunday to check things out, so watch for that on an upcoming episode. Air Ontario sees the Air Charity Barbecue event happening on Friday, June 21st, and Saturday, June 22nd. This is a KCBS-sanctioned competition. There's a ton of other activities happening as part of this event. Make sure to check it out if you're in the area. Uh, There are also a pair of backyard competitions on July the 6th. Weyburn, Saskatchewan will host the Weyburn Smoker Cook-Off competition, while Luceville, Quebec, sees the Festival de Grille de Saint-Luce happening. If you're interested in taking a barbecue judging class, the next opportunity comes July the 25th in Morris, Manitoba. For more details on all of this and a full calendar of events, check out the Canadian Barbecue Society website at www.cbbqs.ca. You know, folks, the Alberta Podcast Network has something for everybody and every interest. One of the shows I've been listening to recently is the Undad Podcast. Host Trent Wilkie shares his adventures of being a modern parent, and as a father of a teenager and a preteen myself, I found lots of relatable content in his shows. Visit uh, www.albertapodcastnetwork.com for links to this and all the other outstanding Alberta-based podcasts. This week on the show, I'm joined via the magic of the internet by Zach Bauer of the Holy Smokes Barbecue Competition Team and also the Barbecue Logbook. I've been using a PDF copy of the logbook for a couple of years now to keep track of my cooks, and I'll be ordering up the handy pocket-sized version now available on Amazon. We had an interesting Skype conversation about Zach's barbecue background, his competition experience, and how the logbook came about. I uh, hope you enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. 
And I am joined via Skype today by Zach Bauer from the Holy Smokes Barbecue Team in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Zach, welcome to the show. How are you doing this evening? I'm good. Thank you for having me on. This is great. Uh, my, my first South Dakota guest. So Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I like, to st- I like to start out by asking folks their barbecue story. So how did you, uh, I guess, what, what, how did you find yourself in this barbecue, uh, the barbecue game, the barbecue life? Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, I think I think meat and fire is kind of ingrained in every human being. <laughs> so even as a young kid, you're always burning and cooking something. And uh, I really probably got more involved about five years ago. My dad bought one of those uh, Traeger grills. Yeah, uh, I might have heard of one of those. Um, and yeah. uh, he kind of got into it. And uh, we lived in different states and uh, kind of began to kind of watch what he was doing. And that kind of led me to explore uh, more of the barbecue and so uh, someone I knew from around town bought one of these old uh, called the the Brinkman um, kind of charcoal trash can type barbecue yeah the little uh, the little bullet style kind of yeah that was style he bought it off of a garage sale brand new in the box okay Uh, he was kind of interested so he said hey take it and so I kind of started on that yep that was uh, kind of cut my teeth on how to work those how to run them yeah was that the uh, the one that was open on the bottom yep yeah that was my first uh, my first cooker too yeah yeah and this was just charcoal was on yep. brinkman makes an electric start one yeah. but i had the the charcoal and water yep. pan and, yep and uh yeah i kind of started with that and it got me hooked like i would say yep. uh kind of the ongoing and uh so then from there i ended up buying um what was it a green mountain uh, pellet grill okay i kind of was interested in the pellet smokers and the ease uh of kind of just let it set it and forget it yeah and I, I jumped on that bought that and uh and quickly enjoyed that and then uh i don't have anything i think every smoker has their unique characteristics and things that are fun about them that's why i don't really get rid of any of my smokers i just keep adding to them <laughs> the collection yeah yep and so i ended up from there i kind of wanted to get back to kind of the the basics of charcoal mm-hmm. and so uh i built a uds drum smoker 55 okay. gallon drum smoker built yep. a couple of those and uh and at that point when i kind of started getting into competition barbecues about three years ago with that right on and uh, competed a lot with the, the drum smokers. Um, love them. Kind of uh, uh, a little bit better quality than the, the Brinkman. Kind of right. a little bigger. And, you know, you can do some more customizing and some things with that. And so uh, from the Brinkman to the pellet smoker to the drum smoker. And then two years ago, a buddy and I built a 300-gallon uh, kind of one of those big propane tank. It's, mine's a stainless steel milk container. Okay, yeah kind of horizontal offset smoker nice. on a trailer yeah um and that's kind of when i jumped into the offset smoker kind of went back to a few of my friends had had these offset uh oklahoma joe type one yep. and so i was looking for an offset but also something a little bit bigger that i could take to competitions uh that was easier to haul on a trailer Absolutely, just quicker yeah. to, you know when you're doing competitions you kind of you kind of want the ease and the easier to set up tear down and so uh so yeah that's what i kind Oh, lost you there. All of them. Still, I don't use them anymore. Um, but uh, yeah, those are kind of what got me in, get started on that. Right on. Yeah, I found with the uh, the Brinkman, 
uh, which I was saying was my first cooker, just trying to control the heat or any sort of temperature control was a nightmare on that with the uh, that open bottom. It was a... Yeah, it was a great starter. I, yeah. I would recommend it you know, for something really cheap. It yep. was a great kind of beginning to it. But yeah, you, you're chasing that temp all over yeah. the place. <laughs> yeah, especially in your uh, where, where you are, you get some winter weather and uh, wind and all the rest of it. So. Yes, smoking meat is not the, the best in the middle of winter in South no. Dakota, no. but... Uh, we make do. Absolutely. So, talk a little about uh, some of your adventures on the competition trail. Where have uh, where have that where has that taken you? Uh, yeah, we've done mostly in our region. Uh, we're part of the KCBS competition circuit, yep. so we hit up um, you know half a dozen or so in uh, the region from Nebraska, Iowa, um, mostly South Dakota, right? And then we hit up a handful of regional and city competitions. We have. Uh, a huge rib fest that we do here in Sioux Falls. Okay. Uh, we have about 10 teams, uh, about 15,000 people come out for it. Nice. Um, so it's a tough one. It's uh, We do 150 racks of ribs. Wow. And so, uh, yeah, those are kind of the, the fun extreme. You know, KCBS, is, it took me a while to get used to it. Yeah. Um, I'm not, my personal preference is not the Kansas City style barbecue sauce. Right. And so it's weird cooking when it's something that you don't necessarily personally enjoy. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, just kind of learning the rhythms of it. That was the toughest part is kind of getting into that process of timing. and. Yeah, you got to get uh, your uh, got to get your process down, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, so that, that's the part that kind of took a while. But yeah, we hit up a handful of here in this area, about two hour drive. Nice. Um, we'll hit up five or six of them. We're not real serious. It's kind of... Uh, weekend warrior crew sure thing. my dad my dad ended up moving to south dakota and so we kind of do it together that's kind of when we pursued more of the competition together and yeah. so it's kind of our our hobby together and uh and i've never done competitions but man the the, the brotherhood sisterhood the friendships the yep. uh, camaraderie is is really the enjoyable part of yeah. those competitions that's absolutely what i hear i'm uh doing uh, my first actually in about two weeks uh just in the, cool. the backyard amateur uh, side of yeah. it, there's a there's a KCBS comp on the Sunday, but we're doing uh, just the backyard right. on Saturday. So, dipping yeah, my we've done dip. a few times. We've done both of them yeah. before, and uh, yeah, they're they're a blast. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Dip, dipping my toe in the water, yeah. I guess. Eh? Oh yeah, you learn so much. And yeah. I remember the very first one we did. The guy told us he's like, he goes, "You better hope you don't." very well because as soon as you do really well you're hooked <laughs> and that year we won like you know first place second place and so we were hooked <laughs> yeah yeah I, i've joked that i think they must have some way of knowing who the new teams are you give them a little uh, give them a little taste of success to uh <laughs> keep them coming back right now i know there was just uh i'm not even sure where in minnesota a competition this past weekend were you up at that one or no, we were going to, um, but we're gearing up for like three in a row here, and yep. so uh, I think it's Minnesota in May. Um, yeah, uh, and we had a lot of teams that were over there in that one. Yep. Um, May is always seems to be kind of a heavy competition month around here, and right. so a lot of groups are doing them. And and so uh, for me, I have three kids at home, and so I try to find the closest to home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a buddy of mine from uh, from Manitoba was down at the the oh, cool. Minnesota in May on the this past weekend. So, yeah, I've heard it's a phenomenal place yep. and a cook place. So, that's one of those we'll probably hit up here soon. One of these days, right? Yeah. So, so uh, you do a little. I was just kind of going through your Instagram, a bit of catering. Talk about yeah, uh, I guess naturally, you know, when you do barbecue and then people start tasting it, they kind of naturally want to yep. you know 
ask you to do some stuff. So I wouldn't say we push it hard. We kind of do enough catering to feed some of what we need to, to do and buy. Right. Um, but yeah, we do, we do a lot of groups and a party events. We kind of, uh, kind of do our, our, our staple little ones that we do. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a fun, uh, fun thing to cook. It's a lot, well, it's better paying for catering than competition. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you but, uh, guaranteed, right? Yeah, you guaranteed money, and, <laughs> yeah. and uh, even if you screw it up, you add enough sauce. Yeah. people think it's great. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, catering's fun. It's it's one of those. It's you know we kind of have different twists on our pork and ribs. That's fun to kind of give people a chance to try and taste sure. out. Yep. Yeah, and then you're able to cook kind of more to your own taste uh, as opposed to what you were saying with the KCBS uh, cooking for what the judges want, right? Yeah, we can really kind of bend to what we like and uh, do some of the that uh, we enjoy to cook and seasonings that we like. Exactly. And uh, some merchandise, you had some t-shirts, different things like that. Is that kind of a, yeah. a business or yeah. more just a covering, paying some bills kind of thing? Yeah, it's, what it is is it's family members that live across the nation that <laughs> want their shirts and stuff. So we set up an Etsy store. Yeah. Etsy, obviously, we go through Printful, which you know is a drop shipper, so we don't touch it all. Yeah, and, nice. Um, we do some of that. We do make our own uh, dry seasoning rub. Okay. Uh, we don't we don't sell it too much outside of the region. Uh, we have a local shop here that mixes it for us, and then uh, we package it. And so you know we'll sell you know. And I have an order right now for about 30 pounds worth that I'll sell it out. And um, certain groups, certain times of years, kind of whenever we feel like pushing it, we'll push it. But right uh, yeah, Dry Rub is kind of our one that we sell locally. We have obviously our, our, some of our t-shirts on Etsy. And then uh, we just launched a log a barbecue log book that's on Amazon. That's obviously yeah. you know, world and can be sold and bought. So. Yeah, well, that's kind of what I was wanting to talk about. So before we jump yeah. into that, uh, just take a quick break here for a word from our sponsor this week. This episode is brought to you by Park Power, a provider of electricity and natural gas in Alberta that offers low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. Park Power is owned by Chris Kozowski, who has a growing and well-deserved reputation for being a guy who cares. If you're in the Edmonton area, you you may have seen him around town in his signature bow tie, supporting local causes and boosting local business. I'll be keeping an eye out for him this weekend at Porkapalooza. He walks that talk with his business, and it's why Park Power shares 10% of its profits with local charities. Current community partners include the Boys and Girls Club of Strathcona County, the Altview Foundation for Gender Variant and Sexual Minorities, the Festival Place Cultural Arts Foundation, Muscular Dystrophy Canada, the Canadian Parks and Wilderness Society, and the Saffron Centre, which supports those affected by sexual violence. When you sign up, you get to choose which partner gets to share in the profits. Learn more at parkpower.ca. All right, we're back here with Zach. And, uh, okay, Zach, you kind of alluded to uh, the barbecue logbook. Now, I know you, for a while back, you guys had uh, copies available, a PDF download that uh, folks were able to bet. And I've been using that over the couple of years here for some of my cooks. So uh, that's now out, uh, published on Amazon. So let's talk about the barbecue logbook. Yeah, yeah. So we... Oh man, it's probably been a couple of years ago. Uh, I'm kind of a detailed guy. Not everyone is like that, but uh, I always get people asking me, you know, you know, what'd you do for a cook? How long did you cook it for? What was the temp? And uh, and so I kind of began to kind of look and search for a logbook and uh, ran across a couple kind of 
you know, uh, spreadsheets that were out there, some various things. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of compiled them and came up with what we thought kind of a, a free PDF that we thought, hey, this works for us. It's been great for the competition, but yep. also for backyard just to be able to track kind of certain things. And uh, so we kind of threw it out there as just a way, one, to kind of build some uh, audience with our Instagram. And uh, with that, we had, you know, thousands actually downloads over nice. it and uh, kind of tested the market to kind of say, okay, it was something. And uh, and then just recently, we thought, well, we're working on another book. Um, and I thought, well, I'd love to test out Amazon a little bit. And uh, the PDF works so well. Let's maybe mm-hmm. put it into a book and just see, you know, kind of create something, another little resource. And so, so yeah, we put together this log book that is – um, unique in certain things, but kind of allows people to track uh, the details of even just the cost of meat, yep. temperature, wood, fuel. Uh, you can get as nerdy as you want on it, yeah. or you can get basic as you want. Uh, note sections. There's a lot of times I've done some diagrams and some things uh, to remember, like, oh, hey, next time, money muscle, don't do that, right. or, you know, don't cook it this long. And so, uh, helpful. Again, it's for some of those who who really like to dial in or even just kind of track how they cook. Yeah. Uh, it does take some discipline. I remember the first few yeah. times I forget to log, you know, two or three checks. And sure. I'm like, oh, crap, you know. Yep. But, uh, again, it's it's for you. It's for your, your ability. If you really want to – what I love about barbecue is you're always – you're. No, you're there. I lost so your – oh. you're, you're pretty wild. Hey, yeah, you're cutting out a little there. You there All now? Right. I think I got you now. Yep. Okay. So, right. Sorry, what were uh, you saying there? I was just saying, uh, you know, you can use the book kind of for backyard if you really want to, you know, just kind of explore different recipes, different rubs, different techniques. It's a great way to kind of track that and chart it. Yep. Uh, if you're in the competition realm, again, it's a great way to remind yourself to set alarms and check things. And for so, sure. Um, yeah, it's a 200-page book. We, um, for every, there's a 50, I think 52 specific, or uh, separate logs. Each log has, I think, four different sections in it. Okay. Um, and then we kind of added some other things on there, just temperature stuff, um, different woods you can use. Right. And, uh, yeah, just, it's a, we, we price it basically the bare minimum to kind of get it out and allow people to use it. And, right. Uh, there's a bunch out there, and, uh. Um, yeah, I think it's a great tool. We we uh, enjoy it, and uh, we put a gloss cover on it, and and uh, we've already had one person tell us that they spilled barbecue sauce on it with the gloss cover. It was there easy to wipe off. Perfect. And, yeah. And take one. So yeah, it's kind yeah, of pocket, it, po- kind of pocket sized. You said, or I read. Yeah, it's six by nine. It's it's pretty easy to throw in a nice. bag, and yeah. uh, it's uh, yeah, it's it's. I think for every barbecue person, uh, whether you're backyard or professional. Uh, you're always wanting to know what works, what doesn't work, try different things. And uh, again, it just kind of allows you to dial it in. And For sure. uh, hopefully it's helpful. Yeah, so, no. Yeah. Uh, you know, what I appreciated with it is, while maybe I don't use all of the spaces or the areas, I can pick and choose what I want to keep track of. Yeah. And also I'm a guy that just with life being busy, I don't get to cook a ton. Yep. Certainly not yep. as often as I want to, so it's nice to be able to have something to look back on, right? Because I'm not doing it every week where I can just kind of remember everything week to week. So, yep. I, okay, I did a brisket a year ago. Let's look back and see how, what I did and make yep. some t- make some tweaks or changes or whatever I want to do, right? 
Yeah, no, I appreciate. I think that's great. We, I do the same thing when I'm home cooking, even for family, friends. I'm always trying something different. And yeah. You're always watching a YouTube channel or listening to a podcast, and you're thinking, okay, I want to do that. And so, yeah. um, it's just a great way to kind of catalog different cooks. And uh, and I get a lot of people who always, you know, obviously in our neighborhood, we a lot of our neighbors are always coming over, going, what kind of wood do you use, and what temperature? Yeah. And, yeah, of course, and yeah. So it's easy to kind of look back and go, well, it's kind of where I cook at. And yeah. Here's how I do it. Nice. So, yeah. you, uh, so who, what's the t- your team? Uh, who do you got kind of helping you out with all these different ventures? Yeah, so most of them are really kind of a two-person, um, my dad and myself. And then I have another buddy of mine, Dustin, who jumps in. He, he, uh, he flies plane or an airline pilot, so uh-huh. when he's available, he, he jumps in there. And yeah. uh, we usually have a handful that we do every year all together. And then uh, for the big ones, like the one coming up, our Road Fest, I'll probably bring in about six or seven guys that yeah. help me, you know, change out ribs. But uh, most of it's just my dad and I and a friend, and nice. uh, we started that way. And, and uh, yeah, it's about the perfect size for most competitions. And uh, yeah, it's fun. Awesome. Sometimes, sometimes I drag my kids along with me to come help out. Yep. Yeah, I've got my two daughters. They're twelve and fifteen. They're planning to come out to our uh, our little backyard competition in a couple weeks. There, so we'll uh, see how that goes. Yeah. No, it's great. My kids love it. I, yeah. uh, my oldest is 12, and uh, the most of the backyard ones, they'll do like a people's choice. Okay. Do and sample. Yeah, they do a vending at this one. So. On there and, yep. Yep. Yeah, they're yeah, doing so a... It's great having you know, daughters out there serving because they'll sway some votes. So. That's right, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, uh, kid factor, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, have they gotten into any of the kids' Q competitions at all or anything like that? We're gonna try one this year. Yeah, yeah. we uh, uh, we talked about it, and so I know they want to. My oldest is interested in it. And yeah. my, my middle one is uh, she likes the camping part of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I think those would be fun. I haven't done one yet. Awesome, awesome. Well, Zach, before we wrap up, where can folks uh, find you on social media? The book, uh, pl- plug away, man. Yeah. Well, we are. Uh, Facebook and Instagram, Holy Smokes Team, um, backslash Holy Smokes Team. Uh, we also have a website, holysmokesteam.com. All right. And uh, those are kind of our platforms. Of course, Amazon, you can check us out, Barbecue Logbook, um, Holy Smokes Team, and uh, you can check that out if you're right. interested. Yeah, I'll, put and, the, uh, uh, I'll put the links in the show notes here for everybody. So. Oh, we lost you again, I think. There you're coming back. Yeah, yeah. You can check us out on any of those platforms. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, the the question I finish with for all of my guests is, uh, what is your go-to uh, barbecue meal? What's uh, what's hitting the smoker or the grill for you when it's uh, Zach's turn to pick dinner? I usually go ribs. Okay. Uh, one, I like to cook my ribs in three hours. Okay. So the quickest uh, barbecue smoker meal. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we do the basically two hours at 300 unwrapped. Yep. It's every hour, wrap it with some brown sugar, butter, sauce. Nice. And let it for another hour, 300, then pull it off. Yep. Kind of pack it up a little bit and slice them. Yep. And that's kind of our, uh, our go-to meal. Nice. Yeah, I did some ribs last night. I used the that 3 two, one method for the first time, yeah. and it uh, worked out yeah. pretty good. So. Yeah, no, I think it works. Uh, yep. We Go a little yeah, hotter. Three hours. Kind of, and again, every smoker is so unique. Oh, yeah. uh, 
that smoker just cooks so evenly at that 300 for us and nice. so uh, we cook a lot of our our smoke we do a lot of our meals or a lot of our meat at that 275 300 and yep. so uh, kind of creeping up the hot and fast style. Getting, getting there yep getting there Awesome, Zach. Well, hey, thank you very much for doing this, taking some time out of your evening. I appreciate it. And uh, folks, check out the Barbecue Logbook, Holy Smokes team. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be ordering a copy of my own next time I put an order in on Amazon. So uh, looking looking forward to the kind of handy uh, pocket-sized version. So Yeah, no, that'd be awesome. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you, Zach. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. That's a wrap on this episode, everybody. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate uh, every time you download and listen to the show. And also thanks to Zach for taking time out of uh, his day to share his story with me for this week's episode. Be sure to check out the Barbecue Logbook on Amazon if you're wanting a great way to keep track of vital info on your cooks. Wherever you are, I encourage you to get out and support your local barbecue joints. If you're here in Alberta, Check out the Alberta Barbecue Trail page at www.eatmorebarbecue.ca for a listing of all the great barbecue joints in Alberta. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe, rate, and review. Share it with your friends and let me know what you think. You can comment uh, on Twitter at Eat More Barbecue and on Facebook and Instagram at Eat underscore More underscore Barbecue. Or you can email me at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. As always, a big thanks to Alan Horbin for the great intro, exit, and background music on this and every episode of the podcast. Till next time, folks, keep on smoking. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB and is a production of www.eatmorebarbecue.ca.